Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we're talking about Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 15, and our recommendations on Stranger Things, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Top Gun Maverick, Rules of the Game, and more. Hi, Margaret. How are you doing today? I'm good today, right this moment. Awesome. I'm glad you're good right now. I'm glad. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm happy about that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is the 100th episode of Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so here we see Alicia. What about question of the day? We're going to do that. We're going to talk. We're diving into it. All right. (laughs) Stay with me. Stay with me. It's hard sometimes. I'm just out there (laughs) circling. So episode is about Alicia, right? And what she wants to accomplish in her life. So the question of the day is, what is something on your bucket list that you would like to accomplish? One thing that I would have been trying to do is just travel more and locations and that kind of thing. I went to Tahiti in the 90s, so it was a lot of fun. Long, long plane ride. So I don't know if I could do that again, but all these locations I want to go to are pretty far away. So I, I just have to get up the, you know, the sleeping pills or something so I can make it through that 18 hour <laughs> flight. But I would love to go to Borneo and just kind of hang out with all the orangutans. That's what I'd like to do. <laughs> and do one of those research projects because they have them out there where you can go and oh. you can watch and note and do all that kind of stuff. That's what I would like to do. I think that would be incredibly fulfilling for me. Oh, that sounds like it. Yeah. What about you? I I have uh, no idea. You've done a lot of things. You've done so many more things than me. So what could I have? Possi- you've had children. So what could be on your bucket list? <laughs> you have done a lot of things. You have moved different places. You've had different jobs. You've been in new states, new cities. So uh, yeah, you've done so much. For me, on my bucket list, well, Originally, I was uh, going along the same lines as you because there's so many places that I want to travel, so many. I think that's probably on a lot of people's bucket list, I would imagine. Um, I want to go back to places. I want to visit new places. I uh, I want to go back to New York. I've only been that once when I visited you. Yeah, I really do want to go back. I wanted to go back this year. That was sort of my goal in the back of my head. Oh, I, wow. I don't know if I'll get to do that. Yeah, I wanted to go to Georgia because I wanted to visit where The Walking Dead was filmmed. Oh, wow. And now Fear the Walking Dead is filmed. That yeah. was part on my bucket list. Um, I've always wanted to visit Nashville, Tennessee. I don't know what it is, but I have this that in me that I want to visit there. Yeah. I want to go back to Europe. I just want to visit a lot of places. I do love how your bucket list item also encompasses something of research or learning or oh. growing. So I think that that's a really great thing. So oh, thanks. So I encourage people out there, you know, do something on your bucket list. And we would like to know what it is that is on your bucket list. You can leave us a comment on social media, our website, or email at screensinfocus at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. The links are in the show notes. 
All right, Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 15, entitled Amina. Everyone prepares to escape the looming radiation on rafts as Alicia tries to save a friend at the burning tower while fighting her deadly fever. A Madison appearance, but not like we had hoped. What did you think of this episode, Margaret? Well, I I don't know what to say. I got the impression from the last episode that she was not going to be around. And this episode capped it for me. So I think she just was in and out of it mentally and also just reality-wise. And so it was really, really hard and very confusing for me to sort of track what was reality and what was going on in her head and all the interactions that she had and all the other stuff. So it was a really, for me, a very, very confused episode, but there was a lot of closure. There was, I think they tried to cram way too much stuff into that episode because it was going to be her last. And they had been sort of building to this, you know, with the the last few that she has been featured, because when she's in an episode, it's not just part of her. She is the episode. And I think Mm -hmm. that um, just sort of created more importance. And then the episode ended kind of, for me, kind of fell flat. So, um, I mean, she's a little girl. That was her. We knew that before. And, you know, what, what did that mean? Nothing really. She did not contribute to it at all. I mean, Alicia could have just been talking to herself the whole time instead of talking to this figure, but maybe they think people aren't going to get that. If you talk to yourself, well, hell I live alone. I talk to myself all the time. So (laughs) I, I would, I would identify with that behavior. And I think a lot of people do and would. So I don't know. She just, she just had to, for me, the episode was more about her just, coming to grips with the rea- with the reality, finally getting to a point where she's at peace and then having all these metaphors flying in and out, literally the bird and just, just all these, this imagery. And it just was too confusing for a simple concept. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What did you, did, what did you get from it? Did you get more probably you, you look at it differently than I do. Well, I agree with you on several points because it was confusing because I was in and out of it. Like we had talked about it. This girl isn't real. It's just her. But then certain moments, it made me feel like, could this girl be real? I just kept going back and forth, even though I'm like, no, no, it's her talking to herself Uh, When she showed her the scar, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's got to be her. And when she talks about the little girl said, my mother says something to her. And Alicia says, oh, yeah, my mom said the same thing about me. I'm like, oh, oh, no, to me, it was it was how to heal um, a cut or a wound or something like it had something to do with the injury. It did, you know, with I thought, didn't it? I think it did. And then when she said that, yeah, my mom said that to me too. Because I watched it a second time. I watched it again yesterday just to kind of clarify my confusion, which (gasps) crystal clear. Yeah. Not. (laughs) No, totally, totally crystal clear that I'm confused. It didn't make any sense a second time. So, yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, this, okay. Also, I had trouble with the ending because (laughs) I'm like, don't. 
tell me Alicia died and this is her afterlife, please. Please don't tell me. Just don't tell me that. I, I, that would be just not right. Cause we had talked about this in previous episodes. I'm like, they had better not kill her off before her and Madison meet. And I'm not convinced yet. I still have some hope that. Uh, that she's still alive. And I think that they're going to leave it like this, not really, you know, giving us um, a 100% for sure that she is gone because she could come back. She could be yeah. like Maggie. Yeah. When Maggie took off, was in a show and Maggie came back. So yeah. I feel like Alicia is going off and Alicia can come back. Yeah. And um, so I'm hoping that that's the case. I just, it still bothers me in a way, though, that uh, her and uh, Madison won't get to meet up, but I don't know. But it'll be good to have Madison. It'll be good to be, have at least one uh, person in the Clark family still there. You know, but they'll have the tapes, right? They have the tapes. I know. It's not the same. No, it isn't the same, but that's how she'll come yeah. back to the show. I Okay, so my whole thing on that, when she when she woke up, or wait, when they all pushed off and she collapses on the shore, uh-huh. and then she wakes up after yeah. whatever, she looked incredible. She, she looked like she had makeup on and she was uh-huh. all put together. So to me, that meant she died. Because she didn't look like mm-hmm. that beforehand. There's no way she could recover in tw- her, you know, 20 minute fast nap or whatever. So, um, 20 minute fast you know, nap. I mean, yeah. right? In her power nap. Her power nap. That's what I was trying to think of. I do this all the time. I close my eyes. I wake up. It's an hour later. Oh, yeah. Well, where am I? What time is it? So, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Um, that's what it told me. And there was a, there was closure for her because of the whole bird. She set the bird free. So that means she's going to be free. That's representative of her, you know, moving on, whatever. Why is that bird alive, too, by the way? How could that bird be alive with all that crap in the air? Canary in the coal mine syndrome, okay? Well, well, she is it's thinking not. this little girl's alive, so maybe the bird's not alive either. Well, so maybe no. the bird's talking to her, the little girl's talking to her, maybe no one else sees these things. Did Strand but, see the bird? I don't think we, they showed that if he did or not. But wait, I want to go back to a point that you said, oh, how good she looked and you feel like she really did die. No pain, no nothing. She's fine. She's dead. Well, the only thing, okay, come on. I want to have hope. (laughs) The only reason I feel like I have hope is because she says, oh, I'm going to go help those people that are going to the tower. So she had like a a, a new mission. A and purpose, so I thought, yeah. why would she have a new purpose and a new mission if she's dead? She'd be like, oh, I'm going off to, I don't know, discover the world. I don't know, do something else. But I feel like she wasn't done yet. And then throughout the episode, she kept saying how she wanted to live. And the little girl said, look, I didn't die from the bite uh, so that means you can live too. So there was just these little things that made me think that maybe she won't die. How would she not maybe die? She it's like a thousand of those dead things walking at her. How the hell is she going to fight those things off? What? A thousand what? Of those walking dead. The radiated. I didn't see any, I saw one. Well, because they hadn't broken through the gate yet. That's what they were all freaking out about. That's yeah. why they had yeah. to get pushed yeah. off because they were worried they were not going to be able to survive if right. they were, 
you know, invaded by this entire horde. So I think it's completely unrealistic to think that she could make it through that. Completely. Okay, let's let's wait a season and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe that will tell us if she'll come back or not. That's why Maggie came back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Oh, what about her? um, What were you going to say? What were you going to say? The strand. I thought he was drunk. Oh, yeah. I thought he was drunk, too. But uh, the husband thought said he was shot. And I'm like, what? I said, I think he's just drunk. No, he's and drunk. So I wasn't sure. He was cradling that bottle. He was drunk. He was. I saw that too. Yeah, he was drunk. Ah, oh, what did you think of their conversation at the tower and then Alicia pulling out her gun? Did you have any thoughts on all of that? I, no, I really didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> she has one bullet she's going to use. I thought she was going to shoot him. And then she's like, go to her temple. And I'm thinking... Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Just throw yourself over the wall, you know? Wait. So I'm back at Alicia because I'm dying for her to be not dead. See, I'm dying for her to be not dead. You're so cool. You have children, don't you? (laughs) So she used that bullet on that walker. But if she was dead, she wouldn't have used the bullet so oh diana she has one bullet why would you waste it on one guy instead of taking your fingers and going ramming them into you know the hand which by the way i love that was my favorite part the hand when Uh she's looking at it and it's all gory and gross but then cut to the back of the truck where the little imagined girl is talking to her and it's a stump so you so you're like Yeah. That was another confusing thing. And she kept seeing all these dead herself chewing chewing what? It was herself. It could be and when she looked into the water or whatever it was and she saw herself back as a walker. Oh, I didn't. Did you catch it? Yeah. When she was it, no. right after right after her, her looking at the her arm. hand. Oh yeah, her mm-hmm. arm. And then she looked into the water and she her eyes were hollowed out like a walker. Oh, I didn't really notice that. Yeah, so she was imagining herself as well, a walker. Well, or she's turning so. slowly. Well, but no, but they showed you she wasn't because she did see her arm and she looked and she looked good at the end. So She was dead. She was all done up by the mortician. I know. I'm having I'm I'm having uh what is it when you don't want to believe something? Denial. <laughs> Denial. Yes. But she she as a human being wants to leave the show. So what are you going to do? Oh, I, yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah. Why well, didn't you know she was leaving, leaving? They never said she was. I Googled it. No, leaving. I Googled it. And they said she's been yeah. on, she's been on the show since she was 19. She's what, 27 or something now? I don't know. She's been on the show for like seven years or eight years, whatever. And she said it's, you know, time to move. She's tired. Just like Maggie. Yeah, we are Laura, in season Laura. seven. So Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. So she wanted to test the waters and found out that everything ends. I guess she's passing the baton back to her mom, huh? I know. Did So she never met Morgan? No. Okay. Oh, that whole ending with Morgan, with Alicia talking to everybody and saying goodbye to everybody. Right. How she's she dead. T- no, no. Before that, <laughs> before that part. <laughs> When she's getting, when she's in the boat and Charlie comes by and she talks to her 
And uh, did you see Charlie quickly jump from one boat to the other? I'm like, oh, she's got a little pep in her step. I was thinking the same thing. She's not sick. <laughs> I know. Well, maybe. Maybe oh, she'll get better. Oh, no. She, she didn't move. I she know. just didn't move right. Yeah. It, it, then she she talked to Morgan on the walkie, and Morgan says, I'm going to see you, right? I'm going to see you, right, Alicia? Something like that. Ah. Uh, that was uh, well, the baby's it was hard. in the background. Yes, yes. And then uh and then the strand thing. Oh my gosh. Oh, Poor my Strand. Gosh, he's gonna be me. ostracized. Nobody likes him because he's such a whack. She was the only one who actually cared about him and you know, tried to help him take care of him. Yeah. Throughout the whole yeah. series. It was a mutual thing. They had this bond, I don't know, from way back. Just the whole family, that whole family. So maybe maybe that's gonna be the uh um, Madison and Strand. Maybe that'll be the the connection. You know, she's just replacing Alicia, so she yeah. and Strand will probably rule the world or try to <laughs> rule the world. I don't know. Morgan's still there. I don't know about yeah, that because Morgan, Morgan and uh, Strand are. I'm. I don't know how that's going to. Negan, pan out. hello, Negan. Oh, I know. I'm not saying it won't pan out, but I, 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 I'll be curious to see how this is going to work with Madison. I really am. I actually, I'm looking forward to it because we need something. We need something to shake it up, and this is it, right? I well, think this will be it. Yeah. I know. I'll be looking. I'll look forward to seeing what happens. So, do you have any other thoughts or tidbits on this episode? I just wish it had been tighter. I wish it had been done better. I just. You know, I just feel like they're falling asleep at the wheel because the show used to be so good. And now yeah, I do agree with you, Margaret, on that. I, I don't think I I think the actors have been really good. It has nothing to do with them. They're all still really great. I love them. I just think what they are presented with isn't uh, the storyline was um, wasn't as good. And, you know, maybe Alicia should have attacked the tower. Uh, maybe her and Strand could have come together a different way. Maybe he could have uh, been at a point where he was going to do something to her and he found that he couldn't. But I felt like there should have been an attack that would have been more exciting or Walker should have stormed in and they should have had to run away from all of them. Something there, yeah. there was just something missing completely. And I think that they they could have done this so much better, mm-hmm. even on the storyline. I think they could have taken the storyline of the walkers being radiated in this tower and just just made it a little more interesting. Yeah. I, I just there were just certain choices that they made that just didn't work. But at least we did have good acting in this. And I appreciated Alicia and uh, think about it. She had to act like she was sick and groggy all this time, yet she was still fighting. I did love it when she was smacking one of the walkers. She she was really uh, uh, smacking it down. It was a it was a pretty good shot with that. What? So what happened to um, Grace? Grace with the truck, the SWAT truck? Right, that's her truck. Yeah. Where is she? Oh, you mean Al? Yeah. Where is she? Oh, Al left. Al left. Remember? No. Al left with her when she went and met up with Isabel. Oh, so she left the series. So she oh, has been gone. I didn't she know went she and, left the series. Yeah, she left the series, and her last episode was when she met Isabel. Oh, okay. Uh, she left Morgan and Grace, and she said, "I'm 
on my way and she took off and they met at some cabin. Gosh, but you know what? They're somewhere in the area. So who knows what happened to them? Or they're right? radiated. I don't know. Yeah. That melted. They melted like the Wicked Witch of the East. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I, just to tie up Alicia's story, I do want to talk about this bird and this tape and Madison and all of that because it was important to this episode. So the episode is entitled Amina. Oh, yeah. Which is short, I believe, for Wilhelmina, which is when Madison told the story that Nick and um, Alicia found this bird. It had no wings. Madison thought the bird was going to die. And she thought every morning when she got up and opened this box that this she'd find this dead bird, but they continued to feed it, continued to take care of it. And lo and behold, one day she woke up and that bird was chirping and flying around. So she felt that her kids didn't give up on the bird. And that is supposed to parallel Alicia and Madison not giving up on Strand, basically. You know, to see the good in people and to uh, just never give up, just never give up on people. Oh. And that was what was on the tapes because Al had taped Madison mm -hmm. talking about that and mm -hmm. talking about her kids. So so when did those two cross paths? Who? Al and Madison. Right when Al, I think, was coming in. Oh. Must have, right? I don't know. I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah, I'm trying to. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't. When did Al meet Madison? It was revealed that Madison and Al Al's meeting actually happened just before the group found the baseball stadium. At which point, everyone had been separated for a couple of weeks. So, in a sense, Al was one of the inspirations for Madison's rejuvenated focus on making a new life for everyone. Okay, so they did meet right before. Thank you for that information, Margaret. All right. So, Margaret, we are at our segment, and the award goes to... Oh, no, we are? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. tell me... <laughs> so, tell me, what was your favorite quote, character, or moment? Well, I'm into the visuals, so my actual favorite moment of the whole show had to be when... She was looking down at her arm and it's all ripped apart and tendons and blood and guts and mealy and just looking really disgusting. So I, I kind of liked that, that I thought it was interesting because that's what she's seen. But yeah. again, I didn't know if it was imagined or if that's what it looked like before they chopped it off or if that's just where her imagination went or if it was somebody else's arm. You know, it was just so scattered. Let me guess, you liked... You liked something to do with Alicia and Stroud, right? No, no. Oh, Stroud. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they should change his name just for me. I We're mean, come on. <laughs> We're never gonna he's always forever gonna be known. Strand, aka no. Stroud. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind. Oh, no. Sorry. It's just a vowel or two. Okay. So, yes, you are right. It is Alicia and Strand. Don't you get me saying the wrong name? 
Yes, it was the emotional part. Uh-huh. It was the part that moved me. Uh-huh. My eyes got all welly, welly with tears. Man, that's easy. Um, I know. Okay, honestly, Coleman Domingo, I thought that was the highlight of the episode, really, because the way he was like just so such an emotional wreck because, you know, he was leaving Alicia. She was probably dying and he didn't want to leave. It was just, I felt it for him. I felt it. I was there with him and it was just heartfelt. And he, I love that he tells her, you did make it mean something. You saved all of them. You saved me. <sighs> and then she tells him that she loves him. And I'm like, oh, man, I love that. I love that. He said what he needed to say, and she said what she needed to say. I thought it was perfect. I really did. That was, yeah, my favorite moment. You know, I want to bring up one moment that I um, forgot to mention earlier. When Alicia was going to head back and find this little girl, I loved how the group rallied behind her. I love how Daniel said, I know what it's like when people don't believe you, so I'm going to go with you. And then Luciana says, I owe you one, Daniel. I'm going with you, too. And then Dwight says, Sherry wouldn't like it if I didn't go with you guys. I'm going to. And so one by one, they all rally as a group and support Alicia, you know, to a certain extent to get her to where she needs to go. And Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, man, this is what I love about them, right? They're just all there for each other. So I thought that was a that was a really cool moment. And so that's actually one of my favorite moments, too. Yeah, it speaks to the bond that they all have as a group and that they do want to support each other. Yet they cleared the tunnel. Who's that guy? Who is that other guy? Oh, you're right. They introduced a new guy. They didn't say who he was. And he didn't die. No. Yeah, because he helped pull Alicia out of one of her pass outs that happened. Well, he helped clear the tunnel, too. Oh, cool. We got a new... new, uh, a new character. I like it. But yeah, we didn't get to see too much of him, though. No, but he'll die. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next episode, Madison will get out of here. Well, we've lost some people, so maybe he is new. Well, maybe he's a new addition. Hopefully. he was. I liked his, his energy. I liked his energy. I did, too. That's why I'm saying that. They. <laughs> we need some more good people on the show. Yeah. So let's hope... Uh, he continues. All right. So the next episode, episode 16, is entitled Gone. And it says, Morgan finds a new ally who turns out to be more trouble than he bargained for. Did you see the previews on this? I don't know. It's not the shooting of the him in the... I thought that was the tail end of the other episode. No, it was a preview. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I saw I it twice because I watched the show I did. twice. <laughs> I saw it twice, too. <laughs> um, but it was interesting how they said, oh, you took our kids. Yeah. And so- now we're taking yours. I'm like, what's up with that? They think Morgan took their kids. And then all of a sudden, Madison is, she'll be better off, you know, with me than she is with you. And then she points a gun at him and shoots. And I'm like, what do you, maybe she pointed, maybe she uh, blew up the raft he was in. I wonder why I don't know what it was. He already landed. Why, you know, for him not to get away. I don't know. He, he's like, he's going to come after her. She well, should be getting think, in the raft and going. So 
do you think that she shot at him then? Yeah. Because she would have shot him. That means he shot again then. And I don't know that she would have shot him. I think it just made it look like she did. I hope. Because Morgan, how, come on. Is he a cat? How many lives does a guy have? I mean, Madison's, Madison has come back. So, you know, is that the, that's not the finale, the mid-season yes. finale. Okay. No, it's the finale of season seven. Okay. Well, I mean, she, it just may have been a warning shot or it may have been somebody who was going to, on the other side of the hole, you know, coming after her again. So, yeah. but I thought it was interesting right. that they accused him of stealing the children yet he's, and then he says to her something about her stealing the children. So yeah, she's the one stealing the children. I guess so. But she says something like, you'll get over it. I did. Well, she, like, lo- she thinks she lost both her children. She knows she lost the one and then the other one. Well, she doesn't know. How would she, she doesn't know About that she lost Nick? This, yeah. I think she knows she, Nick is dead because he, no, didn't he die in the fire? No, Nick died. Charlie shot him. Oh. After that. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, uh, Charlie shot him. That's why we weren't fans of Charlie <laughs> because she shot Nick. Oh yeah. And then Alicia forgave her. And I guess Luciana did too. So, uh, I guess cause she was only 11 when she did it, maybe 10. I don't even know how old she was, but. All right. So much to look forward to in uh, seeing Madison return. So I'm excited about that. Hey, is that a longer episode? I hope so. And there will be a Talking Dead after Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Look for that. Yeah. All right. Well, it will have passed by this time this airs. So hopefully you caught it. All right. Well, that wraps up our conversation on Fear the Walking Dead. Margaret, I would like to know, what are you currently watching? Well, I keep running out of things to watch. So Hulu periodically has some gems as far as TV shows that they've created that they, you know, are producing. And this one, I believe, is a Hulu supported show. And it's called Rules of the Game. And it's British. So it's shot over there. And it looked intriguing. The first, within the first five minutes, you see this woman walking into her office building, into an office building, glass doors, and whoop, on the floor ahead of her is somebody who has jumped from the second floor mezzanine level to the committed suicide, or so you think. So this episode, as the pilot, introduced the woman to the death and then the police, then you learn that she's the CEO of the company, and um, that... We don't know who's dead on the floor. That's the thing. We have no idea who that is. They have yet to reveal it. I think I'm on episode four or something like that. Oh, my gosh. But what's interesting is that they are so corrupted. This is a private company. They're trying to go public stock-wise. And so they're trying to keep all of these things under wraps. And they've got sexual harassment, verbal harassment. They've got drugs and drinking and underage girls that they hire for, you know, play toys and all this other stuff. And yet they still are acting like they're this buttoned up straight and narrow company. And they have a new HR person who comes in because the last HR guy left. And so she's dealing with all the people who are dealing with this suicide. And then apparently there's another OD death. It's, um, a lot, a lot of storylines and a lot of relationships and who's sleeping with who. And it's just really a corrupted, no ethics kind of place. But it's interesting. 
I find that British stuff is so layered and so complex that it keeps you interested, but sometimes it's almost too much to try to wrap your head around. Mm. I, I could never um, binge it because it's just too much, you know, way too much overload. However, I really try to control myself and not binge Stranger Things since that was released and I forgot it was released. I had nothing to watch Friday, so I went out and got a movie at Redbox and then I ended up <laughs> falling asleep, so it didn't matter. But then I remembered as I turned, clicked to Netflix on Saturday, I was like, oh, Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. I'm so glad. I was not happy that there was such a long break because of the pandemic, but yes. I'm so glad that there was because this show was seamless. It was in one thing after another, just amazing. And I watched all of the episodes between Saturday and Sunday evening. And Stranger Things was just so rich in the characters and just everything about it was just, even though it's the same kind of storyline, the same repetitive, you know, action or or antagonist, protagonist, that kind of thing, evil, you know, the town is cursed, all this other stuff. But wow, so good. Just so good. I love it. I love the character. All the char- even though they're older, I thought I was going to have trouble with that because they're all older. Yeah. By like uh-huh. five years. Uh-huh. <laughs> really like three. But still, I just, I, um, I thought it was just so well done and just so believable. I mean, I just, uh, I just love it. I love it. I can't wait for the next round in July. Uh-huh. So, and I know you watched it. I did. I haven't watched it all though. I'm trying to pace. I'm trying to pace myself. I think I'm only on episode four. Oh, how do you do that? I have limited time for one, (laughs) and I'm just, uh, I just, yeah, just watching it little by little. So I am totally enjoying it too. I love the very first episode of this season, Mm -hmm. uh, season four. Even when they were. the opening sequence of the whole 80s vibe. Yeah. I was telling, you know, other people in my household, I said, this is so 80s. I know. It's just so I know. it. Yeah. Just folding up the paper and throwing it out the door. <laughs> the cheerleaders. I was a cheerleader. Oh. Uh, and so I, it's just everything just, just feels like the 80s. They've yep. got it down yep. so good. The hair's a crack up. But what I love about this show is it deals with these young kids. Well, they're not that young, but they're young to us, right? Uh, you know, going to school, having problems, being bullied, trying to fit in. Reminds me a little bit of Cobra Kai in that regard, right? Same mm-hmm. type of thing, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is something we all do as or have been through as kids trying to fit in. So you're trying to fit in, but then you have this whole story of this horror story going on around you and how they're all trying to solve it or our group is trying to solve what's happening and get this curse uh, away from uh, from them and their town and everything else. So I just think it's great. I just it's it's done really well. So I agree with you. But yeah, I'm still um, I'm still in it. So I don't know what happens. I'm excited to see it. So I'm glad I was so ambiguous with my <laughs> commentary. I just thought it was good. Really good. Yeah. And as yeah. for the movie, so I go to Redbox Friday night because I'm thinking, oh, there's nothing on TV. And so I see the new Liam Neeson movie. 
which is called Blacklight. And I'm thinking, okay, I, I like Liam Neeson. You know, they, he's kind of uh-huh. he's kind of like Gene Hackman. Do you remember Gene Hackman? He would do like yeah. five movies in a year, and they were all action uh-huh. flicks, and they were all yes. frivolous and empty and stupid, but you still watched them because you liked watching him. Well, I feel like Liam Neeson is now replacing Gene Hackman in that, that type of role. And um, in this movie, he plays... Travis Black, who is a government operative, and he works for his buddy who he was in Vietnam with. So Aiden Quinn is the FBI director, a little power hungry, a little corrupted, a lot of corrupted. And um, so the main thrust of this basically is Liam Neeson playing the undercover operative to go in and save the FBI people who are set up to go in and sort of overturn whatever is going on politically. So that this FBI guy, Adrian Quinn, can can stay in power. Anyway, the movie is about power and corruption and and bad acts, murder, reporter, and family, and no ethics. This movie and then the Batman. I finally saw. I rent. I um rented that at Redbox too. I got a dollar off, so it was a deal. I was hesitant to sit down because I saw it was two plus hours, but. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, very dark, you know, shot dark, minimal dialogue, again, corruption, again, a complex, actually a complex storyline because everybody's uh-huh. killing the other guy because he did this way back when and just trying to follow it was a little, you know, <laughs> I guess I was tired. I don't know. But it was just very complex, but I thought it was really well done. So, and it was set up to have a sequel. So we'll see if we get another sequel or another movie of The Batman. We will. <laughs> we will. Oh, man. So what, what did you watch? I watched, well, I watched Stranger Things, as I said. Yeah. And I watched Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. Oh. And it is basically 10 years after Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Hmm. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is living on Tatooine, hiding because uh, Darth Vader has his Siths hunt any Jedis who survived. And they kidnap little Leah to draw Kenobi out. And so, uh, and Ewan McGregor reprises his role. So there's only been... I believe there's only been a few episodes. I've only watched two, and I think they're being released weekly. So I could be wrong, and and there could be more out there, but when I saw the two that I did, it didn't pull up a new one. So I assumed I was going to have to tune in weekly. Yeah. So, But it's been pretty good what I've watched. I'm like, oh, this is good. So Did you watch the other one? Are you watching all of these series that are related? I try i which like like i watched mandalorian and i watched uh the boba fett so i did watch those oh okay so uh yes and i i i I really liked uh mandalorian i thought it was i thought it was pretty good so so is it kind of a standalone thing or is it what really the mandalorian are any of these standalones that you don't need to have the background or do you need the background uh, i think you need to know something I, I okay. really think you need to know something. Hmm. Uh, I will say I don't know everything about Star Wars. I, I'm try to know as much as I can because I want to watch them. So I learn as much as I can to watch 
each of them. And I've seen all the Star Wars, but I can't say that I've watched them numerous times. I've just watched them several times. Yeah. So, um, and I realize how iconic all these Star Wars movies are and how much people adore them and love them and love their stories. And um, they're very good and they're so well done. I, the cinematography is is amazing and it's just, it's beautiful to watch. But what I notice is there's a lot of action. And so um, sometimes I really have to like get myself to really watch what's happening because I tend to be more of an emotional watcher. <laughs> so really? I'm watching for the emotion. Yeah, I really. never would have known. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Star Wars isn't always, I mean, sure. Parts of it are emotional and what stem, what, what is, you know, what it stems from is emotional. But when you see a episode, it's, it is not like there's a bunch of emotional things happening. So yeah. that's why for me, I've, I've got to like, okay, I'm going to watch this and I've got to stay focused on it. So, hmm. but I am enjoying it. It was pretty good. I think the fact that Ewan McGregor was reprising his role, I think that for some reason had me connected. So that may, just makes me think he's doing a really good <laughs> acting job in this because he is the one who helped me stay uh, connected to oh, it throughout. Okay. So... And you see little Leia. Um, she is running around, this little girl, and she's so feisty. And that's just so interesting watching her as this little girl, right? It's just because uh, it's at a different, we're in a different timeline as to when that happened. So mm -hmm. it's very interesting to watch that. So as far as movies, I watched the movie Old, which is on HBO Max. It's the M. Night Shyamalan 2021 thriller. Oh, I uh, it, It's written, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. I liked it. I didn't love it, but I did like it. But I think it got kind of panned. So, oh, totally. Um, yeah. So it's basically these people, and specifically this family, go on a vacation. They found this great deal. It looks beautiful. And they get handpicked to go to the secluded beach along with a few other people. And once they get there, they really can't leave. And the, their, it, it, time passes really quickly while you're on this beach. So it's, um, it's very interesting. The reason that they're on this island and who, uh, instigates them being on this island, you don't really come to understand that till the end, which was interesting because I couldn't figure out why they were there and why this was happening to them. So I, I thought it was an interesting watch. So um, mm -hmm. it was it was good. It was a good Saturday uh, evening movie to watch. So I also on Sunday went to go see Top Gun Maverick, which is in theaters at Tom Cruise. All I have to say is it was amazing amazing it really was the cinematography is incredible the stunts are awesome uh you know tom cruise i mean he devotes everything to the movies that he makes and you can see it in the movies he makes so i love that they played the music from the original i think um that was really smart um he's basically uh a captain because he's never wanted to raise up rise up in the ranks because he's always wanted to fly but he gets recruited to teach at top gun 
because he's the only one who can teach and do this mission that needs to be accomplished. And uh, Miles Teller plays Goose's son, Rooster. And it's, it's, you know, how Maverick is haunted by what happened to, you know, his friend Goose. So um, it's, it's a super good movie. I would encourage everybody to go watch it. It's very, very good. And if you get the chance, go see it at the theaters because it's amazing. And look for podcast episode, Top Gun Maverick, because it's out there. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Margaret, for hanging out with me today. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. And I love your movies and um, and shows. So keep watching <laughs> good ones and reporting them back. <laughs> because... Um, if they come out, I'll watch them. There are some good ones out there. There are some good ones coming. And I was at the tra- watching all the trailers as I was sitting there. Oh, like uh, Jurassic Park Dominion. Oh, yeah. That looks, that looks, I saw the trailer at the theater. I was like mesmerized. And there was, oh, there's another one with Brad Pitt. There's <laughs> what another one? one with Brad Pitt. I cannot think of the name, but he, who is in the, film with him who cares right <laughs> i'm like oh my god that, that man so uh, he's on a train bullet train bullet train that's oh, what it's called okay. Margaret. you so. know i think that Co- even though covid did a number on everybody i think it did a really good number for us for watching what they were able to create because some of this stuff you know was done under duress or it yeah. wasn't done and then it was rethought Cause yes. I mean, I think it really gave people a chance to like perfect what they do. Mm-hmm. And so the, the quality, the level of just story and just production value is amazing. Cause we've got all these really good movies. We do. And TV we shows, do. incredible TV. This is just like blowing my mind. There's just too much it to is. see. It is. There is so much to see. <laughs> all right, Margaret. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please go to screensandfocus.com. You can connect with me there and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Next show will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 16. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.